Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. You know, in to call uh, a pile of food a, a, a course might be a little much, but uh, we want you to know that whenever you uh, get to eating something that is well put together and that you like yourself, uh, brings you up a couple of steps and it makes your day better and you know well that's my theory anyhow if uh, if you're a guy who or a girl who likes to eat and you, you you're pretty good at it not not just the ability to stuff yourself but also to uh, get some really terrific flavor and also uh, some new items maybe you've never eaten in your life before and um, you brought home with us, Oh, no, this was something about the Walworths. Yes, Luna. yes, yes, I looked it up while we were uh, on the I have to tell you, Woolworths. It's Wool, the Five and Dime Antique Mall yeah. in Bakersfield, California. What a what an obvious place to put it. It's like this big, giant junk store, I guess. <laughs> and then in the corner of it, but it's not really a corner, it's like a really big, um, a really big, section of it there's this operating Woolworths this is Woolworths hmm. functioning operating Woolworths they had it all figured out too for a long time they were the great uh, sellers of of that kind of stuff for for years and years and years and then they just down they went yeah wasn't well, that where you got your first whatever it was what was it I stole uh, some batteries there once <laughs> I'm sorry that just the idea of you <laughs> Stealing something is hysterically funny. Yeah, me. I was I was like six years old or, or five or something, and we were in the Walworths. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, F.W. Woolworths on the one on the corner of Canal Street and and Rampart, because they had like two or three of them just around there. Uh-huh. And I went in and I saw these these little tiny batteries of the kind that everybody has seen in yeah. their life. Uh-huh. And I thought, boy, that's cute. That's really great. And I grabbed a handful of them and uh-huh. stuck them in my pocket. Yeah. And I said, these are cool. I mean, look at this tiny little batteries. What a what a strange deal. How old were you? Oh, I went. I was under. Well, I, maybe I ought to say, thirty-two. Yeah, <laughs> but, I was. Thinking but that's not it. Twelve. Yeah. Um, we were. It, it, I was there with my mother and. And uh, I just grabbed them and stuck them in my pocket. When my mother found out about that, mm-hmm. actually, I think it was my dad who did. Mm-hmm. They hit the roof, mm-hmm. and um, they made me go to the manager of the store mm-hmm. and give the battery back, mm. and also give them the same amount of money as a, mm. you know, to so I won't do it again. Mm. I think that's actually an okay thing. Unless, it's a charming you know. story. Tom. I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's right out of Mayberry. I still have the uh, batteries. Yeah, 
Wow, probably don't work. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Tom used to hang out at uh, at Woolworths, I think. All right, uh, a lot you? of your uh, Tom, a lot of your, I think a lot of your um, formative culinary. Wait, wait, hold on a second. View. Am I kidding, or is this really a little battery? Yeah, it is. It's a little battery, but it's got not a whole that pack way. of them here. Yes, but that probably. Wasn't I hope I didn't steal them. I don't know where I got these from. <laughs> so, you know, things to worry about. Sheesh. Ooh, you can find some, huh? You really, really can. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Nutmeg Creek is in your gourmet gazetteer today. Mm. Do you like nutmeg? Nutmeg. I do, but you have to be very careful when you're using it because it can take over a dish. Just all of a sudden. Is that what you sprinkle on top of eggnog? Yeah, yeah, that's uh-huh. probably the thing to do to do that. Why on. do you think people? Why do you think the tradition of sprinkling nutmeg? Because the two things go together well. That would be my on. quick answer. Uh huh. I think they they have uh, flavors and aromas also that I think go together very well. Mm-hmm. But they also, you know, you put them in uh, something like some. Uh, what do we drink? Uh, eggnog. Or, uh, eggnog. 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 Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh huh. In eggnog, it it goes really, really well. Was it the alcohol you think that it offsets the alcohol in it? No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. It's just a, a, the the flavors of the ingredients are they just come in there and that's it. Okay. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. So Nutmeg Creek is in your gourmet gazetteer. It's in the High Sierras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In California's Central Valley, <clears throat> north of Sacramento. I've never been to Sacramento. No. No, and I wish I had gone there, but I have been to Fresno. Which Fresno is sounds like a shockingly not nice. Yeah, that's a whole different world there. It's uh, it is the um, it is the garden. Yeah, what do you say? It's the garden. Yeah, of, uh, it's not for for of of the yeah, country. LA. Fresno is, <clears throat> and uh, that's where all the farms are. But it's not. Um, I mean, I have a friend who lived there for a long, long time, but it doesn't. It's not really not not something I would, you know. How many kids do we have hanging around there? Stolen. stolen, stolen. Isn't that what they? Isn't that the way they say it? Uh-huh. Stolen. Stolen. Isn't that? That's a Christmas thing, right? It's a Christmas thing. Yeah. And it's Christmas also bread. And that's right. And it has the spices in it. So this, you might get some, you might get some of those. Stolen. Uh, those herbs we were talking about just a minute. No, ago. it wouldn't be herbs. It's not. It's a sweet thing, isn't it? Little, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. They're it, bread loaves. It has that distinctive aroma and, and fruit cake. They are kind of alike. They, so I guess it's kind of like a panettone, which is the Italian version that's of Italian. fruitcake. Yeah, that's a really big and then a thing stolen, for Italian people. What is that Scandinavian one? There's a Scandinavian. There's Okay, there's the Bush de Noel. That we, you will see that during the uh, uh, Rev, Revion. The Revion. Bush I'm always, whenever I talk to the uh, chefs that are doing the... the uh, Doing that whole kind of is menu. Is a Bush de Noel and a Yule Bush log de Noel. the same thing? Uh, oh, the, well, one of them is a, a. It looks like a chunk of of log. <laughs> Here's my question to someone. And, and then the other Call one is the same. Call it whatever you want: a stolen, yeah. a fruit cake, a panettone, mm-hmm. a Bush de Noel, yeah. 
a uh, Yule log. Uh, what's the Jewish one? Um, any of those. Are any of them anything you would ever eat again after eating it once? Well, I like them. Well, that's because you love everything that's really sweet. So I'm huh. curious. Huh. Have you eaten these things, any of these things, folks? Two six zero six three six eight. The the Christmas breads. The Christmas breads. My, I think my favorite one is the uh, the one that is made to resemble a, a, a small log, sometimes a big log. The Yule log. The Yule log, and yeah. the the way they do it is they make out of meringue, and coating on the outside so that it looks like it's. Pretty yeah. close to being a real log. It wasn't, but what is challah? Is that challah. is that the Jewish one for this? Yeah. Uh, to give you the finest example of this locally is uh, over at the river. No, wait. This is the the one at in Metairie. Somebody tell me the name of that place. Kosher Cajun Deli. Kosher? No. Well, no. They're they're right up the street. I don't know if they would do something like that though. They might. Uh, uh, no, I'm trying to think of the, the the restaurant that has Italian food and steaks and impastados. No, you're close though. You're in the neighborhood. Oh my gosh! What's the name? Much. What's Wait, the, in Metairie you said in Metairie, Italian yeah. food and steaks. I, I don't know why I can never think of their name. Italian uh, anyway, food and steaks in Metairie. Well, one, anyway, once upon a time, I was talking to the chef over Sal there. Sal and Sam's. You're real close, but it's that you're not quite there. <laughs> Somebody, please. Call. I want a prize for when I win stuff like this. Call us Somebody up and, and tell us uh, what what is this uh, this I'm restaurant today? They, no, you're not, because I'm failing too. Uh, it is. Uh, it's does they do red sauces for Italian dishes? They Fausto's. No, no, steaks, it's you're in, steaks Where? are in there. Where is it, Tom? It is right. Uh, outside, like a one block away from Oakside uh, Lakeside Mall. They're they're in Impostados. Con- no, no, they're a competitor of Impostados. So anyway, Andrea. Same, same story. <laughs> Andreas. Anyway, they told me once that they uh, they had a lot of bread pudding because they gave people a nice big piece of I French bread. Absolutely. And uh, and he said that the the most interesting. The most interesting thing about the bread that they use was that it's really bread pudding that's been made up out of challah. It's exactly. not Ruth's Chris. Not Ruth's no, Chris. it isn't. Okay, now, Tom, you are really, yeah. really stumping me. All right, Tommy. So uh, <laughs> that would be uh, somebody please call it. It's, yes, it's, someone please call I'm, I'm sure they're... I'm failing in my I, uh, guessing game. This, I'll give you a, a clue, uh, and it's a oh hard clue, gosh. but it's but it's such a hard question. That, but anyway, uh, this this restaurant Not originated. This restaurant originally was uh, called the uh, New Orleans uh, uh, the, the New Orleans Pancake and Steakhouse. Buck forty nine. Buck forty nine. Pancake oh, and spinach. Thank so, you. Goodness. Okay, wow. That, it's not even there anymore, Tom. No, no but the I people, the people the who. The pepper mill. The pepper mill. Thank you. That's the one I've been oh, looking for. Oh, good grief, Tom. Okay. The pepper mill is a better restaurant than most people think it is. It, wow. it has one problem. That was traumatic. I, I've had much too stressful a day to have to go through what I just went through. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's not that big <sighs> a deal. But it's a. Uh, but they. Um, that's a, a, a that's an underrated restaurant, I think, mm-hmm. and and the reason it's underrated is that they have uh, what to the eye anyway appears to be 
a much older clientele than you're used to getting. Well, it doesn't appear to be. It is. <laughs> well, it, it, it is, uh, but that doesn't kill their food. I think their food's really good. That's Try fine. it. Yeah. 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 But you know what? We have not talked about that restaurant in so long. I, I hope somebody who is a... Uh, a, a customer. An ardent admirer of the Pepper Mill. Please the pepper call two six zero six three six eight. Greg, Greg is here. Greg, welcome to the food show. Greg, you there? Ah, oh. mm. hey, uh, Greg, if you're still there, uh, you want to stop for me? We'll get your you going. Your words to eat by Tom words are to from my favorite romantic author, Jane Austen. Yes. Ah, I am definitely an unabashed. Austinite. Hmm. Good apple pies are a considerable part of our domestic happiness. Also, marrying the richest, handsomest, most enigmatic gentleman in the countryside would also be a considerable part of her domestic happiness. And who would that be? Well, Darcy, of course. Darcy? Yes. It's lost on you, Tom. Don't even try. Don't even try. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. I am really kind of curious to see if anyone has had any of the following holiday baked goods that you actually favor, look forward to, or even would eat again. These would be Stolen, uh-huh. panettone, yeah, American. That's something fruit they make cake. In, in Italian restaurants. American fruitcake, yeah, challah, challah, Yule log. Yule logs are cool. They're really cool to see in the red. What else? Room. What else? I'm yeah. trying to think of what all falls into that category. If you like those things, any one of those things. Please call and sing its praises hmm. here on the food show. Yeah, that's true. I might also, go over there tonight. Also, since, <laughs> since I appear to have lost my date for the night. Um, the uh, the yellow brick road that we are and familiar with. No, 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 we're the yellow brick road leading people to a good Revion or mm-hmm. someplace else. That's exactly I right. Felt that's so what we do. Useful earlier in the show when um, Steve called Uh asking about the hand bone and wanting to know things to get at hand bone. And I was. Hand bone? Yeah, this is like the old food show where people would call up and say, Tom, I'm looking for such and such. But now it's, you know, here we are just babbling about, you know, obscure things like challah. Mm hmm. Anyway, um, so if you would like some information about a particular place that you're thinking of dining or some suggestions, or if you have a restaurant report, it would be nice to feel useful again. Yeah, call us. Yes. You, you know, why not? <laughs> 260-6368 is the number. In the meantime, you're listening to WWL 105.3 mm-hmm. FM HD2. Here's something in the food. Ron, you there? Step in. Uh, I'm here. How are you all doing? And happy post-Thanksgiving. To you, uh, too. How was yeah. your Thanksgiving? How much did you cook? Uh, cooked quite a bit, ate even more, and had a couple of adult beverages since I was off for a couple Imagine of days. How that. about you all? Uh. <laughs> so uh, what did you no cook that was great? Because I know how much you love to cook. 
Well, um, what I did is I smoked some salmon with cherry wood. Mm. There you we go. All, That's the kind of thing you should use. Exactly right. Good we all, we all uh, meet out at my brother's house in River Ridge, and there were about 30 of us, and everybody brought a dish. So he said we were lacking appetizers, so I smoked the salmon with cherry wood. And then to uh, put that out, and then the other thing I did is I brought my wok, and uh, I did a barbecued mm-hmm. shrimp. I pulled the grill off of his uh, propane barbecue pit, and I put uh-huh. the wok right on the burner itself to get the heat high, and I made a couple of batches of barbecued shrimp Ooh. that way. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, there are a lot of uh, ways to bring up barbecue shrimp into something a little better or just bet- bitter <laughs> sometimes. <clears throat> but uh, that's that that would be... Yeah, some other day it'll come back. It was an interesting thing to do, I'm sure. It certainly was. Sounds like it was a good cooking festival. It it was, and a lot of a lot of people in my family uh, are are good cooks, so it it worked out well. But uh, we were talking about the bread, and I heard Marianne mention uh, fruitcake. Yes, fruitcake. Yeah. Okay. Who likes fruitcake? We haven't talked about that in ages either. I have a long-standing tradition, and I, my, my record continues to this day. Every fruitcake that has ever been given to me has been promptly re-gifted to a friend or relative. <laughs> You're one of those people? I'm one of those people, but you eat it first. Yes. I, I kind of like somebody it. somebody likes them. I just don't. I mean, it's, it's a great gift. I wonder what the longest string of re-gifting of fruitcakes is. It's not- oh, no, we, you, we couldn't hear you for a minute there. But Somebody's back, probably looking at a fruitcake tin right now saying, who can I give this to? Yes, uh-huh. you're probably right. Well. Uh, Tom eats it, though. He loves it. I like them. Yeah, yeah. and... Uh, Let's see, where do they usually come from? They're, they're, My mom is a, a, a very ardent fruitcake giver. A lot of New Orleans grocery stores and other outfits like that. It's made in New Orleans, you know. There's, well, that Baker Made Company is. Yeah, is, they're, uh, they're not yeah. far away from the Superdome. Yeah. Now, anyway. uh, this isn't all just about all of us callers. This is about you all, too. So if you have a moment, uh, please tell me what happened at the Cool Water Ranch over the Thanksgiving holidays. What happened at the Cool Water Ranch over the holidays? Nothing. Nothing? Not even the dog not even was tank here by Jen himself. We went somewhere else. We went somewhere else this year. <laughs> ah. Uh, I guess did, there's no, we, we don't have ham. an answer. We did we, the we ham. We did the ham. Yeah. And we did that the That was an inside joke because I know that Tom, like me, appreciates the occasional Tanqueray Gin Martini. I don't know. Is it Tanqueray that you drink, Tom? Tanqueray is my, yeah, for, for cocktails, but I've... I've gotten off of uh, uh, martinis. Someday, there's a, a wonderful poem on the subject, and uh, but it's not arable. Yeah. So, uh, we can yeah. allude so, to so it. So what did you all have for Thanksgiving? You said it wasn't at the Cool Water Ranch. What was, uh, what was your Thanksgiving all about? It was the uh, friends or relatives. Yeah, the relatives in some kind of way. It was. And, uh, and they have a stunning house in Metairie. And they're into food, and as a matter of fact, the guy who owns the place just reaches in and grabs a bunch of bottles of very good wine, and he's very welcoming, and he likes my my horn, my 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 horn, my. Uh, we did a turkey. We did, I mean, we didn't do a turkey. Didn't do Joe a turkey. Impostato did the turkey. We did okay. a uh, the ham, the rib glazed ham. 
the mac and cheese, which was definitely subpar this year, uh, some sweet potatoes, um, some andouille and puff pastry appetizers, the pimento cheese that I love to do, uh, also subpar this year. What was there when we arrived was spinach madeleine, a merleton casserole, um, a cauliflower au gratin, and I think that might be it. Yeah, I think that, that sounds like it. quite the meal. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was very nice. It was small. There were probably twelve of us there, and then people kept coming in from other, you know, uh, well, they went to so-and-so's first, then they came here. And then there was more eating that was done throughout the evening and also the watching of the Saints game. Tom did his cheesecake, which um, was also subpar. (laughs) It was only an inch high instead of three and a half inches. But it was good. Well, I'm sure the the star of the show was the uh, root beer glazed ham. Uh, it was. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, but there was an, an an argument on the subject as to what belongs in there and what didn't. And yes, Tom. We, we might have a real on, problem. Uh, next I'm putting year. some unusual <clears throat> things into that this year. It just sounds it just sounds like a great way to make ham. Anyway, I'll let it you is. guys go. Great show as always. Thank you very much for taking my call. Thanks Bye. for calling. Thank See you, ya. Ron. Six zero six three six eight is the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, so we have the following things on the buffet or the buffet. I would yeah. say the show is probably a buffet. Yeah. What, yeah. the show itself is the a buffet? The show itself is a buffet mm. today. Sometimes That's it's different. a really great buffet, and today I would say it's kind of a buffet. Anyway, um, we I would like to know anyone. I'm glad that Ron called about fruitcake, but the reason for the question was stolen was mm-hmm. the uh edible dictionary word of the day which is a german holiday bread if i am correct mm-hmm. yeah that sounds I, right that reminded me of all of the other breads that are holiday inspired around the world not the least of which is our american fruitcake that is kind of an mm-hmm. interesting question though it is. that is a yeast based bread yes as a matter of fact and uh it, it is not as dense and doesn't have any of the rum that we uh usually associate with our own uh fruitcake yes well it, the the question included all of the traditional holiday baked goods like the yule yule log which i think is maybe scandinavian in origin i don't know well, no, it's all, maybe it's also German. That might be Bavarian. Yeah, something like in that. In origin, I think uh, you um, got something there. A lot of those traditions Hala. came out of Germany. Germany was yeah. a big the Christmas Yulog. country. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it, and then of course there's Pfeffernusa. 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 As in Pfeffernusa. Like Hassen Pfeffer. Hassen Pfeffer made no. with. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a that's song. That's a bunch of little. <laughs> Good God, people. Yeah. I've got my pfeffers confused. Rabbits, that's what they are. <laughs> I've got my pfeffers Pfeffernusa confused. is a cookie. It oh. is a cookie, and it, mm. uh, ah. it, it, is, uh, it is a holiday cookie that you'll find uh-huh. in, in German households. Okay. 
Well, anyway, uh, I think that the subject will always come back to fruitcake and how much everyone hates it, except Tom. He likes it. My mother was so happy, Tom, that you were so enthusiastic about her fruitcake because any fruitcake that she had given up to that point was begrudgingly accepted and probably re-gifted or thrown away, but you loved that fruitcake. Ah, you see, I keep telling people. I think you have certainly helped the Baker Maid Company because you were so enthusiastic about my oh, mother's fruitcake for it was all a, of those years. Yeah. Her mother used to buy lots of them and give them to all well, kinds she of said there was It was like some part of some charity fundraiser. Yeah. And so she used to buy a whole bunch of them, and then everybody got one, and nobody wanted it except you. <laughs> well, there you go. You see there's yeah. lots, of, lots of good things out there. Anyway, and now uh, some people have discovered that maybe they do like fruitcake. Apparently, you think that's a really good one, and I guess enough people also agreed with that that they're eating it now. But anyway, the Baker-made fruitcake is a popular item in New Orleans at holiday time. And I can't imagine any other time for fruitcake to be popular or even if it is popular at that time. But if you eat some sort of holiday bread or baked good, what is it? And is it really good? Probably not. 2606368 is the number. We would also like to take your call about any kind of thing that you're doing. Have you been to a Revion yet? And if you are going to a Revion, uh, which one? And what is it that makes you determine the Revion that you go to? We feature the Pelican Club today. Mm-hmm. Well, in the newsletter. So consistently good. Well, you know what it is about the Pelican Club? Tell me. I already know, whether, but tell me anyway. Whether it's culinary or their extended culinary, or their Revion, or any other special menu that they do that everyone else is also doing around town, what makes theirs unique is that the choices that they have are probably two and three times the amount of everyone else. So that makes it unique right there. And of course, it's also really, really good. But the uh, Revion that was featured yesterday in nomenu.com was Trinas which was the first one that we did, and that is a good menu and a really good place. And oh, today yeah. today was Pelican that's, Club. That's one of those secrets. And we're going to be featuring uh, a new Revion every day throughout the season, but they don't have to be the Fancy. Grand Dames or anything. I'm also going to be featuring some quirky little ones because there's some little small ones, and the website has them as B Revion, I guess. You know, smaller, cheaper version. But, you know, those are good, too. Uh, Bar Francis has one. And Bar, Bar Francis. Oh, Bar Francis. Bar yeah. Francis, which is part yeah. of the Claret and Two Jacks uh, group. Mm-hmm. Um, the food there is really, really good. But the place is sort of Spartan, you know. So it's not an atmosphere yeah. kind of place. So that wouldn't be a pick for me, but the food's really good there. So I think if it you're is, going yeah. for just the food, then that might be one for you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Uh, today, Tom, in 1947, mm-hmm. the Broadway premiere of A Streetcar Named Desire happened. And what makes it interesting on this almanac is that the two characters, 
Stella and Stanley became the names of two important restaurants, one of which still right. is still around, Scott mm-hmm. Boswell. Whatever happened to Scott Boswell? I don't know. Uh, Does anybody know what happened to Scott Boswell? Where is Scott Boswell? Give us a call, 260-6368. He was, for a while there, running the best restaurant in town. It did, was so good. Did you really so think good. it was, Tom, I or did really you think did. it was just hyped? Well, it, there was a lot of hype in it, but if you get into that kind of stuff, you really do enjoy it. I, I always thought he was pushing things to the limits Scott and were great. Boswell <clears throat> was succeeded in innovativeness by uh, Philip Lopez, would you say? Yeah, yeah, it could be. Philip Lopez is the new Scott Boswell. Uh, Scott Boswell's restaurant, Stella, reminds me of a place in Los Angeles called Maud, which is owned by Curtis Stone, that's his name. He's a really good-looking Aussie who is seen on the Food Network. And and Maud is um, this really highfalutin place with a $250 prefix price of, I'm sure, little tiny portions of really out-there food. Is that what Stella was? Oh, uh, that was a lot My of My favorite Stella story. I've said on the show, but I just love it. Uh, We met some people a few years ago who um, were sort of had mixed feelings about how they felt about Tom. The wife was very grateful. The husband was very begrudging because Tom had talked about Stella and gotten his wife interested in going to Stella. Hmm. So for it was her kind of birthday, expensive. for her birthday, they, <laughs> they invited six people, three couples to Stella for the wife's birthday. And the bill was so <laughs> I hate to even think about that. incredibly expensive. <clears throat> that the host was a little catatonic and the people who were supposed to be guests at the birthday party wound up paying their way so that the host did not have to be carted away in an EMT truck. Mm. So as the couple, one of the guest couples left the restaurant (laughs) The wife said to the husband, oh, my gosh, that was so good. I want to go here for my birthday. (laughs) And the husband replied, you just did. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how expensive Stella was and is no longer with us. Certainly very avant-garde. But this is not the kind of place that you could get away with that. That just can't happen. I mean, that's what happened to Philip Lopez's place. Um, what was it? Root. Yeah. You know, not not so easily understandable, way too expensive prefix menu. While um, it was going, You can get away with though. that in L.A., though. Yeah. You can, you can oh, do that yeah. in L.A., but you can't do it here. And it didn't happen for Stella, and it didn't happen for Root. But Stanley's still around, isn't it? 
Stanley. It's like a little tiny yeah. place in right in the it? French Market. Um, what's yeah, like on Jackson Square on the yeah. Pentalbas. It's in one of the Pentalbas across Could from be. Muriel's. Yeah, that's where and it it's started. It's like a little soda fountain. Is is I guess the only reason it's still around. But people do really like it. And I, I guess does Scott? Does anybody know the answer to this? Does Scott Boswell still own Stanley? I don't know. Uh, it's still around. Anyway, it, anybody know where Scott Boswell is? Two six zero six three six eight. Anybody have any report on Stella if you went while it was open? Yeah. And Stanley, if you have been there recently, I would be interested in hearing reports on all that. We would love to be very useful, although you know maybe I don't know maybe maybe we're not. But I uh, I that used to be what you did, Tom. You were so good at giving people advice on where to go. And uh, we would like to do that. I mean, I just felt so, so important when Steve called and wanted to find out about Hambone. And we could direct him to things to have at Hambone. 2606368 is the number. Also still looking for people who want to talk about... Uh, holiday, Fruit cake. Holiday breads. Holiday, holiday baked goods. Yeah. I want to say challah uh, uh, again. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> one of many. And uh, choose your own. Would you like some hummus with your challah? <laughs> Sounds like a movie to me. <laughs> uh, you won't anyway. see me there, but it's, yeah. it's kind and, of uh, the way it looks. And we... We went. Uh, I don't. I don't really have any restaurant report other than the Shake Shack, and today's lunch at Pardo's, which was. Um, you know, it's. I love Pardo's. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful place. This is uh, the place on North Shore, right? Yeah, Pardo's yeah. on the North Shore. Yeah. Uh, reminds me of a place that you would find in Napa, and they now have a new corporate chef, who yeah. is. Um, Robert Vasquez, formerly of um, Opal Basil. Well, that that was a little uh, a little joke there yeah, because it was that was the, also the name of the restaurant and that's the name of a real uh, little kind teeny of, tiny place. Yeah, yeah. It's now taken over by um, uh, Gio's Villa Vancari. Oh yeah, anyway, that was another one. Yeah, that anyway. was uh, up there. Yeah. Stephen, let's go to Stephen. Hey. Hi, Stephen. I like, hey, I like Baker made uh, fruit cake. It's the only one that I like. Uh, last year, Win Dixie didn't carry it. They were the, I mean, they always had tables of it, and last year they didn't carry it. So I'm hoping they're back again this year, deciding they made their mistake. But. And I know a bunch of people that buy a whole bunch of them and give them out as presents. And my my dinner group for the holidays always has those Baker made uh, fruit cakes. Well, you know, Win Dixie is a corporate entity yeah. out of Jacksonville, and maybe yeah. they just don't understand New Orleans Baker made uh, fruit cakes. So let's hope they rectify yeah. their mistake. But also, Baker make, made, makes fruitcakes for many, many other department store chains and whatever throughout the country. I mean, it's not just a local, a local food. It goes, you know, they make them up and they send them out throughout the country. Hmm. 
So I know, was it last year or the year before you had the Baker Maid people on the show? Well, maybe we'll do that again this so, holiday season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they have been on the program a couple of it times. It behooves uh, us to have them yeah. on, I would say. So let's get the hooving done. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, do you only eat um, fruitcake, or do you have you tried any of these other European No, I haven't cake? tried any of the others. And I have tried fruitcake that I didn't like, you know, take one bite out of it and, and try to be diplomatic and find a trash can to put what, the, what is it do you think that makes it special the baker made because i've heard a lot of people say they don't like cheesecake but they do like baker made what is it about it that's so it's special? lighter for one thing it's very much lighter yeah and yeah it's it more have any funny flavors it was, i thought it was a great product Oh, yeah, and I, th- I think it has rum in it, but it's not overly done in rum. You know, some fruitcakes, they start months in advance and douse them with rum every week for, Ugh. you know, a dozen weeks or so. So Ugh. by the time you get rum in there, you know, for a month or two months or whatever, I mean, it's really past So you go the- to a holiday party. And you leave your date having a slice of fruitcake, and you come back, and they're on the floor, and you get angry with them for having drunk too much, and they swear that they only had the fruitcake. Is that how it goes? That's how it, it, it goes, safe, yeah. You know, try to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I um, I, I, you know, the one that I want to try. I've, I've, I've had fruitcake. I don't like fruitcake. Um, I'm definitely interested in trying panettone, but I don't think it's alcoholic. Yeah. Let's consult the oracle. Doug, is panettone al- alcoholic? Panettone? No, it's, yeah, it's Italian, but does it have no, an it's alcohol a, component to it? It's a bread. It? No, I don't I think so. I don't think so. it does. I don't, I don't think, think it, so. It's a and bread. I, and I don't think it has a lot of fruit in it either. I think it's got maybe a little smattering of stuff, but it's mostly it's mostly the baked product. Is Andrea calling, Doug? Is he is he on today? Okay. So when Andrea calls, we'll ask him what's in panettone. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Anything and else on also, your list, Stephen? Yeah, I went to uh, Lala's again today. But yeah, I specifically yeah, went over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I specifically went over for their chicken sandwich, and they made it for me. It wasn't on the menu today, but they made it for me. And it was really it was really good. It was on French bread. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, but I said something to them. I thought it would be a wonderful thing to have a eat club there. Of course, they're not open for dinner, so they'll have to open special. But a comfort food eat club. Where you maybe, you know, because he has, you know, 10 or 15 different recipes that he has that, you know, like today was barbecue brisket and pot roast, whereas mm-hmm. his, and catfish. Uh-huh. Uh, but to serve maybe like a serving spoon of each of his specialty comfort foods. Uh, of course, he does. Well, maybe I don't we think could he has talk a wine him into like a buffet. Like a Tom yeah. would love that, wouldn't you? Love like an eat club yeah. buffet, Tom? No, no, that would be the absolute <laughs> antithesis of what we're trying to do. A comfort food buffet. That's it. Tom wouldn't even show up. I think. Yeah, but I have to I go mean, over there. That thing is breakfast. I haven't. You know, uh, he he also does a big breakfast, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're open early in the morning, and then they sort of. It seems like you know between lunch and and uh, and breakfast, uh-huh. they you know they right, they close at two. What? Oh yeah, they right. Close right. at two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try that at mm-hmm. some point. All right, Stephen. Chef Andre is here. I'm gonna ask him the panettone question. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye Stephen. Here he is, Chef Andrea. Hey, Tom. Uh, how'd you do on Thanksgiving? Must have been a big hit. Beautiful, unbelievable, outstanding. Aha. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, the people were so happy they made reservations for Christmas. Oh, great! When they were living here, they made Christmas. You gotta love and when that happens. Wonderful, really. It went very smooth. Uh, we had a nice, great, successful day, and everybody was happy. And then made me happy too because everybody was happy. Yes. And, uh, I want to be happy, but I want me happy <laughs> until you. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure Marion is happy. <laughs> Make her happy. So. Oh, Marion's always happy. Hey, know. Chef Andrea, tell us yeah. about panettone. Is that is there fruit in that? Yes. Uh huh. Is it a and, lot uh, of fruit, like an American fruit cake, or is it? No, just, no, very, just, very light fruit. Yeah, it's like um, a smattering of fruit, right? No, uh, fruit. Uh, we call um, it's um, almost like a, a citrus uh, fruit. You know, like orange peeling, uh, lemon peeling, um, all kinds of a mixed fruit we call here. But it's uh, candy, like candy, uh-huh. but it's not really candy. Very light, uh-huh. and then it's got some raisins in there. Uh-huh. And it was created by Motta, M-O-T-T-A, in Alemania. Alemania is um, a panettone that was created in Milano. Like uh-huh. il Duomo il Milano. If you look the shape oh, of really? the panettone, it's uh-huh. the same shape of the Duomo in Milano. And that's uh-huh. where the panettone came from, was created uh-huh. by the, um, I would say in the 1800s, late 1800s. And uh, it's really one of the uh, wonderful festivity, uh, Christmas holiday season uh, yeah. on the table all over the Italy, but now it's all over the world because um, that is a very traditional uh, to have a Christmas uh, holiday season. So um, mm-hmm. really wonderful. And I, I usually I love that. But I make my own here. And uh, it's a really nice, easy way to make. It's not difficult to do it. And um, I want you to try if you, one day if you come, I want you to try my panettone, which we make here, Andrea. It's uh, so you do not, make one yourself? Yeah, oh yeah, we make them every year. Uh huh. And it's a really wonderful uh, tradition every year we do it, Andrea. But you find any store um, this time of the year, really? It's yeah, a, it's I see them wonderful. everywhere. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful, and you can have with chocolate on top. You can have just by himself, just in a cappuccino, a uh, mm-hmm. little bit of cafe or latte. Dip them in there, really delicious. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to come in for a glass of champagne and a slice of panettone this holiday season. I can't wait. All right. And one of my favorite—I right. uh, have so many favorites—but one of my favorites, Jay Jordan, from California. It's a very mm-hmm. great champagne. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Blue Clico and uh, White Star, Moet Chandon, and these are my favorite favorite. And then it's another one from Italy, it's Franciacorta. Franciacorta is come from Brescia. That's yeah. a great thing. It's wonderful, really, in the Milano area, Lombardia region, in north kind part of, of northern, Italy. Northern it, Italy. Yes, Lombardia. Yeah. Uh, and it's really wonderful, wonderful, great grapes, 100% Chardonnay grapes, and really outstanding. So, And that's uh, some of my favorite, favorite champagne. But there's so many champagne out there, but 
Jordan does a great job. Uh, the ball, the presentation does a great job. It's a beautiful, but inside the ball is really a great, sparkling, wonderful champagne. So um, if you close your eyes and you can uh, guess between uh, a white star, Vliklico, or, or Jay Jordan, you can't tell too much of a difference. Really outstanding champagne from America. So I'm very mm-hmm. proud of it. But uh, we have a dessert menu, Tom, Marion, which we started, and uh, that goes on until the end of the, the month. We have a $45 menu, and you can get the, uh, um, of course, Angela with smoked salmon flame with the vodka with the shoe caviar on top. Mm-hmm. Or you have the escargot, lumake a la provinciale. That's a great dish. And as you know, we make homemade fresh pasta. We have crawfish ravioli with a vodka sauce. That's one of my favorite. Or the porcini mushroom ravioli this time of the year. Really a wonderful, wonderful. Um, that's a great dish for years. I guess love porcini mushroom ravioli. Then yeah. you have Andrea salad, the Buon Natale salad. And then for the entree, you have a fresh made lobster uh, with the cognac sauce. Or you can have a veal chop or frutti di mare choppino, the, the classical bouillabaisse we've been doing since we opened the door 35 years ago. And this sound here, the speckle trout is beautiful with a beautiful mm. jumbo lump crammy on it's top. It's the time of year for that, that's for yeah. sure. And then you right, well, the line with mm-hmm. cognac sauce. And then, of course, you have a coconut cake or tiramisu served with the limoncello. And that goes until the end of the month, uh, the Réveillon menu. As you know, Tom, this time of year we do Réveillon. And um, you can have with the wine or without the wine. But $45 uh, without the wine. With the wine, it's $85. So it's really wonderful. Right. Great. Well, it's, uh, you know, these holidays, they uh, they beckon for you and for all the other people who uh, love good Italian and other kinds of cooking, too. It's Chef Andrea. His restaurant is... Uh, Can I ask him a real quick question oh, before he goes? fire away. Andrea, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? We have uh, Bobby Hall and the orchestra, live music, dancing. And we have a four-course meal. It starts at 7.30 and goes on until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And this is really a wonderful. Please make a reservation in advance because we love, love to have you. And uh, we usually sold out. So please come and join us. All right. 2020. Yeah, there I he goes. I cannot believe we're getting that close to 2020. Unbelievable. Wow. Another year. How beautiful. Where does the time go? A great year. I know. We'd love to have you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tom yeah. and Marion. Uh, this is Andrea. Tom, thank you so much. My phone number is 834-8583. From all of us, Andrea, say, ciao, bella, ciao, bello. Arrivederci a tutti, Andrea. Ciao. There he goes. Grazie. Yeah. Well, he's uh, got a certain nonstop kind of quality, doesn't he? <laughs> well, I think he's interesting. Oh, he is interesting. And I yeah. was uh, very interested in his um, his information about the Panettone because I mm-hmm. keep seeing this red box everywhere at holiday time. And a Panettone is a very distinct bread. It's a very big thing. And uh, and I'm curious about it, and I've never had it, mm. and I, I would like to try it. And it's it sounds like I could actually like it because it doesn't have a lot of fruit in it. He says it's got some fruit in it, but yeah. not very much. Yeah, well, so that's the way it is. Th- I mean, it's the, the fruit cake that's filled mm. with the soaked rum or whatever it is that they put in fruit cake is definitely not my thing. So this sounds like something I would like to try. That and challah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Don't forget that because it's going to be soon on your stove yeah. or something like that. Anyway, 
Uh, so we well, were supposed to go to a dinner tonight, but I think well, that I'm going the, to bail on you on yeah, that, Tom. Oh well. So you're going to have to go and um, find yourself some other food. I'll buy your lonesome again. I know how you love that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, nomenu.com, the newsletter is out. There is a Revion feature in there for um, for the Pelican Club. That's our featured Revion menu for today. And uh, there is a fun party that I didn't even mention, no. which is what going was... to happen on Thursday yeah. night at um, uh, Antoine's. It is the repeal of prohibition oh, on yeah. Thursday, and they are celebrating no with a party there. So oh, that's I love a it. fun thing. We're going to have to go. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that is, uh, that's all in nomenu.com today, and mm. uh, you should check mm. it out. Well, I was about to say 260-6368, but we don't need to no, because the show, show is, is over. We are finished. Anyway, yeah. everyone have a wonderful meal this evening and a great evening, and we will and join us better, back here okay. tomorrow. Thank you. Good okay. night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.